0: As a podcaster, you know that great content is only half the battle. The other half is finding the right hosting platform to reach your audience. That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com Captivate today to start your free trial.
1: So yeah, so the show uh, revolves around us and our lives. Um, There's nine episodes. The season finale just aired last Friday.
2: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the DNA Airwaves. I'm Anthony, one of your hosts, and I have with you, as always, Dariki. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good, sir. Thank you. How are you? Good, man. felt a little mechanical on that, so I'm just going to shake it off and start over. <laughs> good, good. But I'm good, I'm good, I'm You're good. You're stiff. You're stiff. <laughs> yeah. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel, I'm feeling good, man. I'm actually really excited about this chat today. I think it's going to be one of my favorites, I can tell already. And I believe it's going to be uh, one of your favorites to listen to, so stay All tuned. Right. Um, actually, before we even get, I mean, I'm going to introduce you. Um, we have with us Bean Gill. Um, we definitely want to share your story. Um, but even before that, I want to share the story of how we met because I think that in itself is pretty cool. Yeah. So it's going to be like cool upon cool upon cool <laughs> until we reach a limit of layers cool. Layers is cool. We'll All right, be, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Bean, we did a show in Edmonton,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and you were in attendance. Yep.
3: Oh, we
2: didn't. Oh, you didn't know that. Oh, you're surprised I didn't even as the listeners. Cool. No, I told you, cool upon cool. Oh um,
0: damn.
2: What's even cooler? Oh. a man of my word we uh we didn't meet at the show
0: no.
2: we met after the show actually well now this is our first time officially meeting face to face but um you had reached out to us on instagram and you said that you love the show correct i'm not putting words into your mouth show. yes yes <laughs> and from that we chatted a bit and you're also doing some amazing things and you have like we said this very inspirational story so just through that through coming to the show seeing us connecting afterwards we were like we have to have you on I don't know if there's necessarily a music connection as we are a music podcast but that right there sets it up for (laughs) music connected us (laughs) the music music connected connected us so that's right Um, yeah so thanks so much I'm finally gonna allow you to talk now so (laughs) (laughs) welcome (laughs) thanks thanks for having me I'll allow you to talk now. You're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like I'm rambling. Yes, God. Speak now,
0: my child.
2: Oh, boy. And I just, uh, I'll I'll cut all that out. uh, Listen. (laughs) No, but yeah, I'm so grateful that you've uh, allowed the time. I know it's a little earlier where you are now, so first thing in the morning, and you've uh, made some time for us, so yeah, I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, There's so much here, so I'm just dancing around, and where do we even start? I know we talked about how we met, but... Let's maybe talk about, I mean, the work that you're doing is fascinating and sure. I guess however you want to set it up to kind of give us the backstory on what led you to, um, you know, the work that you're doing now.
3: Sure.
1: Um, well, first of all, thanks for having me. It's really great to be able to, yeah, meet you guys <laughs> yeah, and talk yeah, to you. you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hope you like the um, show too, by the way.
1: It was honestly so good. My sister and That's I bought good. tickets like six months before you guys came, and we
3: nice.
1: uh, were so pumped for <laughs> yeah. it. And wow. the venue actually wasn't wheelchair accessible. I'm a manual wheelchair oh. user. Oh yeah, can't no, tell <laughs> from just sitting no, here, no. but right. uh, yeah. yeah, I am paralyzed. And the venue wasn't actually accessible, but like. Hmm they went above and beyond they just like picked me up and took me up all the stairs and wow.
0: that's amazing yeah it
1: was yeah they really starlight worked the room way right
2: yeah ways. yeah I, mean, I gotta give them a quick shout out too because they were amazing like all the way around i'm glad they're the yeah. for you they awesome. actually recorded the full show they're the only city that did this they recorded oh, the really? full show audio and video for both shows
0: and sent it over to me in the mail so wow. big shout out to the starlight room and yeah continue from there. that was definitely yeah, awesome. one of my favorite shows too just and i'm not just blowing smoke up edmonton's butt because you're on the show but, <laughs> Edmonton, honestly, <blood> of Edmonton. <laughs> but the uh the whole everyone from the staff at that <coughs> venue to like the people i got to meet after underneath there was like a bar and we had a couple drinks with some of the fans or some fans some of the people that went to the show and honestly it was probably one of my favorite experiences in all of the cities that we've been to. So yeah, shout out awesome. to the Starlight. Big awesome. shout out. And Glad yeah, we met, we met a fan
2: and we became a fan of your work. So yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry true. for that quick plug to Edmonton, but <laughs> please <do laughs> yeah, <it>. yeah.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, I guess like the bulk of my story kind of started in uh, 2012 You're Right. and, um, I always say like that was the worst year of my life and I hope it remains the worst year of my life. Cause I yeah. don't think I could take much more than what happened that year. I can imagine. Um, but it started in that April of 2012 when I, uh, left my ex-husband after he beat me up for the first and last time,
3: um,
1: I was in a really unhappy marriage, but didn't know how to get out of it. And that was my exit as terrible as it was. It was my exit to leave. And then, um, in June of 2012, my dad left our family and that was like, Decades in the making, my mom and dad had an arranged marriage and one that oh. wasn't super successful. Right. But the day that it happens, obviously, is still really traumatizing. Of
0: course. <laughs> and
1: then two weeks later, I was in Las Vegas for my friend's day get and woke up on Friday the 13th. And, wow, um, the irony. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, we were going to sure. go to the pool that day. But uh, so I woke up, went to the bathroom, brushed my teeth, washed my face, walked over to the window, opened the curtains to see it was raining. I was like, that's weird. Like, when does it rain in Vegas in July, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I walked back to the bed and those four steps I took back to the bed was the first last time I walked on my own. I uh, got into bed with my right leg first. I remember all of this so vividly, so clearly, Mm. and uh, suddenly experienced the worst excruciating pain I've ever felt in my low back.
3: Um,
1: The pain lasted maybe a couple of minutes, and then I wasn't able to move my right leg. Oh my god! So as I lay there, I'm trying to move both my legs, but only my left leg is moving. Hmm. and then it went prickly from my hip to my toes in kind of like a frush kind of motion Wow. and i was left paralyzed from the waist down within 10 minutes 10
0: minutes yeah oh, i don't need, i'm i'm literally speechless i don't even know how to how to yeah, wow like i, yeah. don't, <laughs> I mean
1: <Yep>. wow. <laughs> wild very
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very well. So, like, what was what was going through your head at that moment? Like, as you felt one was, you weren't feeling one, and you felt the other. How long before you couldn't feel the other leg?
1: Um, the thing is, is I could feel everything. I just ah, couldn't move anything.
0: Wow. And
1: okay. uh, I'm an X-ray tech by trade. That's what I did for my job and so your critical thinking skills jump into play right I was taking my pulse checking my respiratory respirations Mm. like critically thinking of like what could have happened to my spinal cord I didn't fall I didn't take any drugs like it was Friday morning you know like I hadn't eaten anything yet either and so it just didn't really make any sense and so you know called 911 called my insurance company Always, always, always get travel insurance. Always.
3: No kidding. Always. You
1: never know what's going to happen to you. That's a fact. Yeah. And it's been a really long journey um, after that, but it really changed, obviously changed the trajectory of my life. And I think that I needed that because I wasn't mentally healthy. I wasn't able to communicate or talk about my feelings or talk about anything Right. Um, back then. And this kind of forced me to literally stop me in my tracks and made me deal with my shit as wow. my best friend said.
0: <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so when you go to the hospital, um, in the U S what was that experience like? And what did they originally say? Um, when you arrived at the hospital or after some testing, like were they, how long before you understood what actually happened to you?
1: How long before I actually understood was probably four months. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: I was in the hospital there for 12 days. And oh, um, the process as a Canadian
0: yeah. is
1: you have <laughs> to present your insurance. So that's why I called my insurance company first and they told right. me just call 911 and go to the hospital. Okay. And then. Um, yeah, there it was. I mean, the care and stuff was great. Uh, I didn't really have much to complain about other than the food.
0: <laughs> of course.
3: yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know how Americans
1: yeah. eat American food, man. It's oh, so gross. <laughs> 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 so gross. <laughs> oh,
3: <my gosh. laughs> um, but the
1: things, like, the different part was, like, here in Canada, you have to pay for Wi-Fi. You have to pay for TV in, in the right. hospital,
3: mm. okay. right? Yeah.
1: And, um, but the care is free. There, yeah. free Wi-Fi, free TV, really mm. comfortable bed, but you're paying for every Band-Aid, every syringe, every needle, every wow. gauze. You're paying for all the care.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so
1: it's like, yeah, kind of backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. but yeah, I was actually left with, uh, left there with a misdiagnosis because every test that I had came back clear, every right. MRI, every lumbar puncture, like everything. And yeah, being I'm an right. x-ray tech, I looked at all my imaging. I was like, show wow. me all this shit. I yeah, want to see yeah, all of it. Yeah. Right. No kidding, yeah. Of course. And yeah, everything was like clear, normal. And so they told me I have oh. conversion disorder, which is where you're so stressed out that your brain tells your body to shut down. Oh, wow. Wow now given my year and the 30 before that of like repressed emotions, repressed trauma, um, just not dealing with everything. I would constantly sweep everything under the rug, plaster a smile on my face and say, I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's Mm. great. And while I was like dying inside. Right. Right. And so all of that stuff that we hold inside of us will come out in a physical Mm. formation. It will 100%. I agree. And that's what led me to getting paralyzed. And so my story's really long and complex.
3: Case, okay, so I'll okay. just kind of yeah. bounce around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm
2: sure, whatever you will. But yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, even where we are right now, and, and I mean, in your history and your story, is just it's mind blowing just for just yeah. to wrap our heads around what you would have been going through, and then the reality, like a misdiagnosis after all this. I mean, emotional trauma that you had gone mm-hmm. through, and then this physical trauma that you're experiencing and you're in another country yeah that's a that is a lot um a
3: lot so 12
2: days in the states then you came back to canada
3: came back
1: and they told me to go to the hospital and tell them that i had conversion disorder so that's what i did right and um i kind of fell through the cracks of the medical system here in canada and Mm. even working in it and having all my resources and using all those resources i still fell through the cracks yeah
0: so like if that happened
1: right yeah and like if that happened to me how many more people is that happening to
0: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Fair question. So
1: um, the biggest blessing out of the misdiagnosis was that I started seeing a psychologist as soon as I got back to Edmonton. Because with conversion, it is a psychological condition. So it's really up to you to find that mental block, whatever Hmm. it is, and unblock it and they said like you know you'll get your full mobility back so i was like okay cool so they really believe that
0: That if you dealt with the trauma internally that Mm -hmm. you would actually wow i didn't has that like is there evidence or proof or studies showing that yeah
1: and paralysis is like extreme end of conversion disorder what it mainly uh presents as is like chronic pain Shoulder Got pain, you. back pain, knee pain, hip pain, right. foot pain, ankle pain, wrist pain. It's like if you though there's no physical thing that happened, That's your. it's a psychosomatic symptom. Mm. So you are creating huh. it with the repressed emotions and trauma that you're holding in your mind that's... and in your soul and in our bodies. Wow. We just don't think that our brain is connected to our body, but hello, our brain yeah, right. literally controls everything, everything of our body. Yes, we think man. of it as two different entities. It is not, we are right. one, we are whole yeah. and it is all connected. So this mm-hmm. like uh, myth that mental health and physical health are two separate things yeah, is yeah. very wrong, right. really wrong. It is 100% connected.
0: Wow. So what was that journey like when you started to, cause I'm even just thinking on my like myself, trying to deal with some of the internal issues that you, plagued you up until this point what did the therapist or is there anything like you could maybe tell somebody that doesn't have the access, like <clears throat> access to a therapist? What were some of the like, I don't know, beginning or initial treatments that you started doing to deal with your trauma? Cause it might be overwhelming just to open yeah. up and mm-hmm. pour it all out, you know? Oh, for sure. It's sure, definitely yeah.
1: overwhelming. Um, I was just so scared though, that I yeah. was just like, here's everything <laughs> here's okay, all okay. my trauma here's everything okay. that I've been through here's yeah. all the big like traumatic stuff from my life that I've yeah. been through and my first session I just like I didn't know what to say I didn't never been to therapy before yeah. and I was just kind of like I opened my mouth and just yeah. <laughs> it all came yeah. out yeah. Yeah. and um you know as the sessions went on and I started seeing her two three times a week and then kind of you know dwindled down and I still see her to this day and yeah. I highly recommend everybody go get a therapist if you can.
2: Yeah, we've um, talked about that here too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but what she helped me with mainly is like processing all of the other trauma, actually feeling it. And so many times I just sat in mm. her office and cried for an hour and right. paid her $150 to let me sit there and cry, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: but sometimes we need that,
1: right? It's yeah, releasing absolutely. all of that stuff out of your body. And sometimes it's out of anger. Sometimes it's like working out, getting it out, dancing, yep. Yep. um, and mm. crying. Crying is a really good release to, um, all that, the stuff that we hold inside. Amen. She also, yeah, she also gave me a bunch of books to read um, about like the divine feminine and um, just how to really connect with yourself and your body, and um, <sighs> yeah. how to truly love yourself. And this was kind of met through many, many sessions. Um, but I remember saying to her, like, I'm not dating anybody until I'm walking again.
3: Mm. And she was
1: like, Well, why? Yeah.
3: Like,
1: because there's a huge difference between me sitting and me standing right, and she's like right, okay fair, like yeah. like what and she's i'm like well obviously my height hello <laughs> <laughs>
2: right yeah <laughs> fair yeah, and yeah. she's like yeah
1: okay and what else what else hmm. and i couldn't think of anything
0: else and that was it eh? wow
1: and that was the realization that like okay being sitting is the same as being standing right you know yeah
0: yeah nothing Still changes you. internally really
1: yeah and it, I mean, it does, you can either get better or you can get worse as
0: a person. Good point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. right. And I've seen really both. Shows.
1: I've seen people go both ways after any kind of adversity. I'm sure you guys have too,
0: yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. people
1: go one way or the other and, True. um, my family never let me give up and having that support system was really crucial in that too. Yeah. I tried to stay as positive as I could for a very long time, mm-hmm. but when I, it was about October, Um, when I went for another MRI, because I was getting a lot of spasms, like lots of spasms and it was, they were violent spasms and I would like wheel over a crack in the sidewalk and my legs would shoot out straight and I would fall backwards out of my chair or I would slide forward out of it. And like my back would spasm, like just my whole (sighs) body would extend pretty much planking.
3: Mm hmm. Wow.
1: Um, so I went for another MRI and wasn't expecting to see anything on that one either because the 30 previously had nothing in them either. Yeah. yeah. But when I got that report, it said there is a lesion in the spinal cord looks like, or sorry, at T10, T11 looks like transverse myelitis. Right. So then directly translated mm. transverse myelitis means inflammation of the spinal cord at whichever level. So T10, T11 is at about waist level. Mm. Um, and yeah, and so reading that kind of like pushed me over the edge into a really deep, dark depression.
0: I could imagine.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, like up until then, yeah. this was up to me. It was my, my yeah, psychosis,
0: right, uh, it right, was up right. to
1: me to fix this. Now it's like, wait a minute, there's actually something in my spinal cord.
3: Like, yeah. yeah
1: you know, this is no joke here. This is like a, a thing. Yeah. And then I looked at my MRI too and it looked kind of like a peanut. And it was inside my spinal cord and the reason they said why it didn't show up on the previous ones is kind of of like a scar. Okay. So the disease process happened on July 13th was Mm. the disease process. Right. Um, But it took a few months for that scar to develop.
2: Oh. So. Yeah. It's uh, very different, I guess, especially like the preparation, the mindset that you had that this is on you and this is something that you can directly deal with through even just talking and
0: processing. Wow. You know, what's interesting is that like this kind of hits close to home for me and for Anthony. And I don't know if Anthony wants to talk about his journey, but there's been moments in my life and I'm not trying to you know attach this to anything that you've had where i've had a back spasm that really crippled me and i i I literally was bedridden and on the floor for a whole day i couldn't move and like these thoughts come into your mind about mobility and the 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 possibility of never having to actually um be able to walk again and in a couple days you know it slowly started to come back and you feel better and then eventually this happened a couple times to me, and I'd eventually get back to 100%. But I've only had a tiny, tiny glimpse of that darkness of just like, coming to the realization that I might never be able to walk again. I don't know if you feel comfortable doing that right now. But what was that like? How did you? Or what did you do to really kind of allow yourself to continue because i don't know if i would have had it in me to be honest with you in terms of just i would have just gave up and just probably went the, r- the other way and what did yeah. you do Or is there anything that you remember doing that helped you get on the right path to just being like i can deal with this and you know how, i don't know just share with if you could yeah. if you have any ideas or tips as to you know yeah. how do you avoid going into that place because for me it seems i would go real easily into the other way you know
1: well, the thing is, is i don't think you can avoid it you can't
0: mm-hmm, i tried right. avoiding
1: it for months i yeah, tried right. it right and like the, when you go through such a big adversity where literally half your body is taken from you
3: yeah mm-hmm. you have
1: to grieve it you right. have to grieve the loss of your body the loss of the future that you had for yourself the loss of your right. life that you thought you had for yourself all of it yeah, and yeah. through these things you lose friends <laughs>
3: Yeah, right, wow. because wow. people
1: can't handle seeing you like that, or yeah, wherever yeah. their excuses are. So you have to grieve that too, mm. right? It's a huge identity shift that you go through, and it is not easy by any means. But I at the same, same time, the what in life is easy?
0: Right? What? Yeah. Has your Lazarus' lives, lives been easy? No, true. Yeah, yeah. There's challenges. That's <laughs> right? a great perspective yeah. to have. Yeah.
1: That. But for me, it was like one moment that happened that I that totally switched my paradigm. And it was when I was in the rehab hospital and I was sitting there with my roommate who was a young woman like me, also paralyzed kind of in the same similar fashion like me. Okay. Her and I are sitting on one side of the table. On the other side of the table is another girl named Oksana and she's a high level quadriplegic. She got into a car accident with a moose and unfortunately the moose always wins. Yeah. And so she sat there like this, unable to move anything except her head and her mom was wow. feeding her her lunch. And she said, will either of you guys walk again? And my roommate says, well, this bitch will.
3: <laughs>
1: and we laughed, right? Because yeah, like yeah. at that time I was standing and I was, wasn't fully independent, but I knew I right. would be. Yeah, and yeah. I was just overcome with guilt. I had so much guilt. And yeah. it was the words Oksana said next. And I have her permission to share the story and to share her name.
3: Okay, she nice.
1: said, I'd be happy if I could move on finger. Mm. In that instant, I was like, Bean, you're not allowed to feel sorry for yourself anymore.
0: Wow.
1: Right? And I went immediately went from being sad about what I lost to being grateful for what I have. And my hands... A
2: lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while. But some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do so you're getting married or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you knows getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with the DNA project. www.thednaproject.ca project dot ca for more information
1: grateful yeah. for every single day. Not a wow. day has gone by since that day that I've taken my hands or my mobility for granted. Wow. And I will not ever take that's it for a granted huge ever lesson.
0: again. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's impressive and beautiful. And thank you for sharing that story and shout mm-hmm. out to Oksana if she can hear us.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, wow i mean
1: yeah and when you when you kind of shift your paradigm like that and that's a huge shift to happen yeah literally the universe changes around you right for
0: sure it was later
1: that week that i found out about activity-based therapies Mm. and it what it is is like physio on steroids right it's what physio should be is activity-based therapies there just wasn't anything available in alberta at the time in edmonton okay And so I had to travel around to find this therapy. And, you know, fast forward a few years, I I found out like why I was paralyzed because initially I was like, why me? What the hell did I do to deserve this? Why is my (laughs) ex running around without a care in the world? And I'm sitting in here in this wheelchair, like why me? In 2016, (laughs) that answer came when Nancy, who was my trainer, we became business partners and we opened a center here in Edmonton called ReU Paralysis Recovery Center in April 3rd of 2017. We opened and uh, we've just been thriving ever since. Amazing. Congrats. Congrats. Congrats That's beautiful.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, told we you told, told you there's a lot. There's a lot to this, and I'm sure there's a lot more. I mean, we're yeah. limited for time, so we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll continue through. Um, I'm just processing as you're talking to. Yeah, too. it's all good. So,
0: but the I gratitude mean, part was amazing. So I thought I yeah. wasn't sure if you you had a question. I
2: mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, the gratitude is huge, and like being able to shift your your mindset and your perspective mm-hmm. on flipping it from what you don't have, what you don't have access to, to what you do have. And then the potential that still remains within that, which is probably a lot bigger than what you imagined in that moment of realization. Yep. Like when you're like, okay, well, I, you know, have use of this and that, but then it's like, what can you actually do with it? That starts to really reframe this story, your life. Yeah. Um, Yeah. um, Having a trainer. I mean, obviously there was a connection on a level that's bigger (laughs) than you would have imagined at the time when you probably started with her Mm -hmm. to becoming a business partner. (laughs) Yeah. That itself is huge. Totally. Um, and opening up a center that, I mean, I guess you need to tell us a little bit about more about that now, but a center that I'm sure is helping people um, in a way. I mean, you went from really, the way I'm hearing is you went from not even knowing how to help yourself to now figuring that out, which is <laughs> a life mission for all of us, and then turning Absolutely. that experience and helping others. So, I mean, tell us a little bit about the work that you're you're doing sure. with Nancy.
1: Yeah, so... um. Uh, When I met Nancy, it was definitely divine intervention how we met because we are completely opposite people and there was no way we ever would have met had (laughs) like it not happened how it happened. And, um, she's wanted to do this work since she was seven years old. And she's been researching wow. since she was seven years old on YouTube about activity-based therapies. And because the States um, is about 20 to 30 years ahead of us, and Europe is about 70 years ahead of us. Wow. Canada's 70. in the dark ages when it comes to a lot of things, but here we are tooting our wow. horns thinking we're the best and we're the greatest. Absolutely huh. not, especially in Why the Why do you think that system.
0: is? Why do you think we are so far behind?
1: Um, because I think we're very close minded. We rely a lot on show me the evidence. Where is the good That's evidence true. for this to be true right. when yeah. we're constantly looking for the good evidence and ripping down other studies that have been proven and are legit. Um, egos get involved. Yes. Right? Yeah. As soon as we mm. have egos, I mean, get it's rid closed. of everything else. Right.
3: Wow. Yeah, yeah. There's
1: a lot of reasons why. And plus, because we have a public system if we had a private system, which I know this is really controversial, especially yeah, in Alberta, yeah, yeah. I probably shouldn't be talking about this, but <laughs> no,
3: it's okay. you
1: know, if is you look at the opinions? States, there's, um, uh, it causes competition.
3: You right.
0: have
1: to be at the best at your game. If you want somebody to come see huh. you,
0: very true, you know? Uh, so like there's yeah.
1: pros and cons to both. I just, there's lots of reasons. I think why Canada is in the dark ages. um, Hmm. That doesn't matter. What matters to us is we want to bring Canada into the forefront of neuro recovery. It's about time. I don't care what happened in the past. That's done and gone. It doesn't matter if we keep dredging that stuff up. We need to look forward and keep moving forward.
3: True. And So um, what we do at
1: ReU, thank you, is uh, we use activity-based therapies to reconnect the brain to the body, return the nervous system, and most importantly, redefine what is possible for people with disabilities.
2: Redefine.
1: man, there's so many limiting beliefs, right? Especially in the spinal cord injury world and the brain injury world. Mm. You're constantly told you're never going to walk. You're never going to run. You're never going to play soccer. You're never going to have sex. You're never going to piss on your own. You're never going to shit on your own. You're never going to do this. You're never going to do that. And it's constant. And that eats at your will to live. Of
0: course. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: it's able-bodied people telling you this.
0: Right. Right. Day in
1: and day out. And I have had enough of it. And if somebody ever says anything like that to me, you better watch out because I will not have any of it because I'm walking. I can walk with a walker. I drive my car with my foot. I've regained bowel control and bladder control. Sexual function is easy. It is not easy to regain, but you can regain sexual function as well, both men and women. All of these things can be done, but you got to believe in yourself first.
0: Yeah. 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 You don't
1: believe you can get better. You're not going to get
3: better.
0: Amen. I wholeheartedly agree. I love it. I love and it. And it does start with the mind. And if you think about mm-hmm. things like the placebo effect, we <laughs> understand that the mind can actually yep. do things beyond our comprehension. So I, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut off um, the physio- physical therapy part, but you were talking about being in the stone ages and what was leading up to you opening up this business.
1: Yeah. I mean, I went through so many physiotherapists here in Edmonton, um, and nobody knew what to do with me. I had so much spasticity. My legs are super strong, so if you're not strong, you're not gonna be able to lift it or bend them or anything, right? Right, And that was the case, a lot of people couldn't. And Mm. so I was just like, that just kind of boggled my mind. And when I was in California at a place called Project Walk, that's where I first was like, when I first rolled in there, First of all, the music was bumping, everybody yeah, yeah. was like high-fiving hmm. each other. Wow. And that's when I first felt like, oh, I feel normal. I feel like I don't have a disability. This is wow. where I belong.
0: Right, right. I
1: remember that feeling. And I was like, I want to give that feeling to other people. And yeah. just like their yeah. whole mentality there is so different. Right? And I, we brought that to, to Ryu, And nice. the biggest thing is we don't treat people with disabilities like they have disabilities. We treat people like people period
2: right. wow that's, yeah
1: and yeah. that is a huge i just had a conversation with a mom um uh, of one of our clients last week and she said you know one of the reasons why i love coming here is because when i come here nobody tells me i'm so sorry
0: oh, yeah. yeah yeah you don't want that pity no, Don't and say that yeah yeah it's yeah. such yeah. a weird thing <laughs> that able bobby, uh, able-bodied or able i don't even know the correct term but able-bodied people do all the time which is this like feeling sorry for i have a sister who's deaf and she's been deaf her whole life Mm -hmm. and part of the like once someone you tell someone that she's deaf the look that they give her and the way they talk to her it's like almost condescending and she's yeah. you know in university and she's a very intelligent woman so it, it it hurts somebody to constantly have that feeling of lesser than or everyone yeah. feels sorry for you so that's that's beautiful yeah, that's, that's like a ignorance right? Yeah. right we yeah, just exactly. people don't understand yeah. i mean
2: it goes beyond yeah. and that's I, right. it's interesting because you were just talking about your sister amelia i Shout out Shout to sir. I, I, I wasn't sure I was like, should I say her name but that's okay. yeah, all good. That's all good. <laughs> um she her experience is interesting too because of I mean she was she grew up in Canada with us but she also went to the states and found a community yes, of great people point. that she was able to thrive in. So that's yeah. that's interesting. See? It seems across the board. And, and I mean not to stray away from you're from you're this right. situation, from your situation, your story being. No, but it's okay. This thing with Canada and the U.S. I mean, it's across the board because even in the music industry, that thing we're talking about being closed minded and not accepting until it's like the concept or whatever it is is proven—that's that's just something that we like, we need to be very aware of and really be intentional about um, breaking that barrier right across the board. So, I shame heard. on us, Canada. Let's do better. <laughs>
1: that's right. Let's do better. Let's be better, people.
2: Let's be better. Yeah. yeah. Let's be you know what? Better. I don't want to. I mean, I know there's still some more that you're sharing with us there, but. Since you've pointed this out, what's, what are, what's some advice that you would give to people on dealing with people in situations that they're not mm. familiar with or even that right. makes them uncomfortable in some way?
1: Sure. Like kind of how to be an ally to people with disabilities. Kind of, yeah. yeah. That's nice.
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a big start. Yeah,
1: I talk about that a lot. Um, okay. I mean, the easy, three easy things you can do. Easy, mm-hmm. easy, simple things. Okay. When you see somebody with a disability, make eye contact with them
0: yeah yeah smile yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's be it be
3: normal
1: that's it be normal
3: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: mean most people just want to be seen they want to be heard and they want to be loved three of the mm. basic human needs basic, right yeah. Absolutely, so yeah. what as us as people with disabilities now I've been paralyzed for almost 11 years and so uh, I've gotten every reaction possible from able-bodied people and yeah. now I just find it comical how people react to me sometimes and I'll just mm. razz them right and like the sure. yeah but a lot of times we get ignored and the thing is Mm. is somebody said to me well i was told not to gawk at people and i was like yeah don't gawk when did i say (laughs) gawk
3: (laughs) i said look look at me see me make Mm. eye
1: contact with me shoot me a smile
3: let me know that you see me here
1: you don't have to come talk to me you don't have to help me do anything and that's a big myth as well is that we need help with everything absolutely not are there people that do yep for sure everything's on a spectrum right but most of us we don't need help with everything so get rid of that notion that if we're looking at you we're gonna ask you for help and even if we do it's okay it's probably going to be something super easy for you to do that we can't do you know what I mean like reach something I can't reach something on the top of the shelf I'm going to ask somebody to help me with that (laughs) you know
3: makes good sense yep so simple
1: make eye contact and smile right and if you want to go talk to them and you want to ask them their story go ahead and do it just there's ways you should ask and ways you shouldn't ask right what you don't want to say is hey what's wrong with you don't say that.
3: Wow. Right, yeah. okay? right, 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 or geez. even
1: worse, if you see a mom or a parent with a child with a disability, don't ask them what's wrong with your kid. They'll
3: kill you. Mm, okay? Yes. Yeah. But what Yikes. you can
1: say is like, hey, I see you're using a wheelchair. Like, would you mind sharing your story with me? I'm curious to know more about the people in my community. Or I'm That's just, nice. I'm really curious about what happened. Would you mind sharing your story with me? Yeah. When it comes from that place of like genuine curiosity,
3: mm-hmm.
0: people will
1: probably tell you too much.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for yeah. sure.
1: But when you come across as like, oh my God, like what happened? Mm. And it has that like gossipy kind of tone behind yeah, it or yeah, the yeah. pity or the pity. Right right oh you poor soul what happened to you Mm -hmm. it's like nothing (laughs) get out of here (laughs) you know so like you know Mm -hmm. treating people with respect and dignity it's to me common sense but i know common sense is not very common anymore (laughs) so i will happily educate the world that just how would you want to be treated right and a lot of people say well i wouldn't want anybody to look at me but That gets old real quick because then you start to feel ignored and you start to feel invisible and then you're like your self worth and your value of life goes down because no one's looking at you.
0: Right. Right.
1: You know, so simple, simple, look at them. Two other easy things to do. Do not park in the accessible parking stalls. I don't care if it's for 30 seconds. I don't care if you're picking somebody up. I don't care if you're dropping somebody off. Don't do it. Yeah. Okay. I am at my limit with this. You I catch see some. That? We catch oh. somebody every single day, parked in accessible stalls. And hmm. now my friends and I, we just park right behind them and block them in. Bye. Good. Good. Yeah, right. not yeah, get here for wait,
0: no, seconds. Okay. Yeah. for yeah. five Yeah. Yeah. And you call so the cops. Much. Go
1: ahead. They're not going to tow <laughs> yeah. my car. They right, won't tow yeah. mine. Yeah, mine yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. Yeah. illegally parked. And yeah, here in Alberta, yeah. it's a five hundred dollar ticket
0: oh, to park in those
1: spots. Right. It's like
0: three three fifty here. Screw them. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm and waiting. then the bathroom
1: stalls too right? Oh, don't use our right. bathroom stalls they are yeah, there yeah. for a reason there's only one usually in a bathroom stall full of 15-20 yeah. stalls true. and the number of times that I've peed my pants sitting outside the accessible stall waiting oh, for an able-bodied man. woman uh, to come out stuff. of the bathroom while there are 15 regular stalls that she could have used yeah. I can't even count anymore how many times that has happened in the last 11 years
0: wow Wow. those people are extra special pieces of shit so
2: this is real stuff though i mean uh, thank you thank you for sharing all of that i mean on one side of it it seems like common sense as you said isn't that common so if you're lacking maybe this is a good place to start listening to this podcast (laughs) we'll uh, give you a fair dose but also just yeah the ignorance behind it is something that needs to be dealt with so this is our
0: level of dealing with it and i i do appreciate that and i think in terms of the ignorance um and just to kind of progress what to do you we spoke about it and i've seen it happen too where something has happened to a friend and all of a sudden the people around them have abandoned them so i i would be curious from your perspective what would you like to see in a friend or what are some things a friend could do for somebody that might have something that happened that you know renders them paralyzed you know
1: Mm I think just treat them like how you treated them before they were paralyzed. Right. That's yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah. thing. Makes
0: sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. like
1: my, I lost a few of my friends as well. And mm-hmm. I, I had a few friends that really stepped up and it really surprised me like that they stepped mm-hmm. up. Cause these are my yeah. like guy friends who right. used to just like hang out with once in a while, but they were at my house every week. They would wow. pick me up and take me to the club. They'd take me to the restaurants and wow. they would just take me everywhere. And they, I kind of, didn't really have a choice. They were like, you're coming with us. And yeah. you know Good that yeah. I was, I was insecure. I was scared. I didn't want to go. Can't and you cause I didn't know what was going to happen right on all the stairs, people staring at you and, you know, the 10,000 "sorrys," and, right, um, right. it gets, it gets really annoying yeah, know, fast,
3: there. Right? Sure. But then uh, like, you know,
1: gosh. as you start to become confident in who you are, whether you're using a wheelchair or not, um, a lot of these things kind of, you just learn to deal with them a different way. So now yeah. like I just traveled a lot. And so when I'm in airports or wherever people see me, it's always like, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, mm.
3: right? And now yeah, I'm just like, yeah, yeah you better yeah. be.
1: You better be <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: And they kind of yep. look at me, and I was like, why, yeah. why, why, why did you? And then I, then I start the conversation. Why did you say sorry to me? Right, right. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm like, because you're programmed to. So mm. catch yourself next time, because you didn't catch do anything yourself. wrong. And you apologizing to me actually irritates me to my core. Damn.
0: Because would you have yeah. done
1: that to somebody who is standing here? Would you have said sorry to them for doing absolutely nothing? Like no. In my I defense,
0: like, okay. I sometimes do that because I'm. And it's a it's bad not, Canadian habit.
1: It's natural, yeah. As Canadians, we're the worst. <laughs> we're yeah, yeah, the worst yeah. at it. No,
2: well, Canadians. Yeah. Maybe have it backwards because there are times where I'm owed an apology and somebody doesn't want to give it to me. Like you're just walking by and you push by me. You couldn't just say, "Hey, sorry about that," or you close the door. You know, things like that happen. So, yeah. yeah. so uh, switch that and get it right. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah. while you're talking, I'm like, you have a confidence to you, yeah. that. I don't know if you always had or I'm sure it was it must have been some uh peaks and valleys with it for sure. Mm. But just like sitting here uh, looking at you, you have a confidence to you. You're in great shape. I mean, you've done very 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 well. And yeah, cuz I, I was laughing cuz when you're saying like you go get real pissed off and like, "Ah, oh, I'll get you." You could be scary because you are, you know, yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're well-defined, <laughs> like I'm trying to not just give you compliments, but just like paint the picture. I mean, if you're not watching the video, you're in yeah. very good shape, right? Yes. right. You know, if you've obviously, you've kept up with your uh, physical conditioning, things like that.
3: Yeah. Well,
2: um, I have
1: to, I run a fitness facility for people with disabilities. Right. So right so it's, yeah. And we so yeah. choose child. to lead by example.
2: Yes. Right. Yes.
1: And so like, that's like going to, um, I don't know, uh, you know, a skinny chef, right? They say, never stop trust a skinny chef, right? <laughs> I so say, good. never trust a fat physio. They don't know. If You can't keep mm. yourself in shape. How are you going to put oh, somebody else in shape?
2: A There's a lot one. of personal trainers that aren't in shape. I That's see awesome. them every day. How are their businesses doing? like, come on, doing? man. Yeah. You know? So you're, yeah, you're, you're, I you're, also, living, um, you're living the part.
1: I don't have much patience left, to be honest with you, with mm. humanity and with society. Okay. I don't have much they we live in such an inaccessible world we are not Hmm. an inclusive society at all and like since 2020 all everybody's been talking about is DEI diversity equity inclusion
0: it's Hmm. plastered on
1: websites it's plastered on billboards and everything yeah but when we talk to these companies like tell me how many people with disabilities do you have on your payroll
0: right zero Hmm. Right.
1: so are you truly inclusive
0: or are you just mm. virtual signaling saying we care, exactly. but we, the real work is never done? I, exactly. I so, yeah. I'm
1: happy to call people out anytime. Good. Because yeah. we live in this world where everybody's just entitled and um, you know, everything is just pacified. Oh, I yeah. have no patience for it anymore. Nobody did that's that to true. me, for me. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. do that for anybody else either.
0: Good. For real. And that's important. That's, that's really important. That's yeah. appreciated. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow.
2: Um, yeah, I guess we're kind of running out of time here. There's so much more that I wanted to talk I to know. you about. Okay,
1: um, well, can I just uh, plug my TV show?
2: Of yeah, course. Before we run out of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> please. But,
0: uh, can you lead it, before you plug it, just well, what brought that upon? Like, yeah. obviously tell the, the, the audience, but how did you get a TV show?
1: Okay, so like...
0: Because <sighs>
2: she's a superwoman, look at I it. Know. It's, I wild. Know. it's wild. <laughs> it's
1: wild. Um, when I was first paralyzed... Mm -hmm. um i started i just wanted i found this show called push girls okay Okay. and it's a reality tv show about four women in la who use wheelchairs and when i watched that show i was like oh my god people will date people in wheelchairs wait a minute you can have a job and be in a wheelchair you can be fit And be in a wheelchair, like, I didn't know any of these things because I had the stigmas towards people with disabilities. I thought they were fat, they were lazy, they were unsuccessful, they were sad, Mm. they were pathetic, they were depressed. All the things that, like, society tells us to think about people with disabilities, that's what I thought. Now I'm this person. And I'm like, but that's not me. I don't fit into those under those labels. Wow. And so after watching that show, I was just like, okay, so this is not a real thing. You can have the different things. Right.
3: Yeah. yeah. And so
1: since then I've been saying, I want a TV show. I want a TV show. I want a TV show. And a few years ago, so in 2019, I won Top 40 Under 40 for my work with Ryu. And congrats, um, big congrats, thank you. Yeah. Uh, through that, a producer saw me that I won that, and she reached out to me saying, "I would love to do a project with you." And I was like, "Obviously, yep, let's do it." Yeah, yeah, ready. Right? I'm like, "I say no to that, yep." And so we didn't know what it was going to look like, and so she reached out to another producer, and we met together, and. He said, "He's like, what do you want out of this?" And I was like, "I want a reality TV show. I want to show what people, I want to show people what our lives are actually like because it's not yeah. what they think it is."
3: Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, lots of meetings later, um, we came up with the concept of Push. So the show is called Push. It is a docu series. It follows the life of myself and nine Amazing. of my wheelie peeps, uh, nice. my friends. Peeps. Yeah, like we're wheelie really peeps. Yeah. <laughs> we're a group of people here in Edmonton, and. Um, we have a group chat on Facebook Messenger and there's like 105 people in it right now and it's just That's all amazing. wheelie peeps yeah. from Alberta yeah.
3: That's cool.
1: so yeah so the show revolves around us and our lives um, there's nine episodes it the season finale just aired last Friday which was amazing. really hard for me to watch because they made mm. me go back to Vegas where I was paralyzed oh, yeah. and face my trauma head-on Wow.
0: yeah with the um, cameras yeah
1: yep <laughs> yep so with the
0: cameras yeah yeah Wow. it
1: was yeah definitely one of the hardest things i've ever done but so freeing and i feel mm. so much better wow. after having done that so i'm really glad that they pushed me out of my comfort zone into doing that
3: wow. um
1: but yeah all nine episodes are on cbc gem you can stream it free and um I just really hope everybody likes it i hope everybody learns something from it oh, i think so there's cool. something in it for everybody warning we swear a lot,
3: <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah
1: please go watch it and you know maybe just you can think of ways to make your world a little bit more accessible and inclusive
0: that's mm, huge yeah yeah that's a that's a great gem to leave with every the leave for everybody yeah the, that's huge how that's to make huge. your world more accessible
2: it's mm-hmm. been a podcast it's been a chat i don't want to call it podcast. it's been a conversation with you full of gems <laughs> yeah uh, i think that i delivered on my promise to exceed expectations of anyone who's listening you've and, and you've done that thank i you. should say no credit to me or Dariki on that but yeah thank you so much for sharing i mean you've been so real i'm going to take a moment just to be really real here too because you're one of the f- you're one of my favorites that we've talked to on this um platform yeah. for sure hands down and drinking knows this. I often um, say that we want to invite someone back for a second chat I don't always mean it but in this case I definitely <laughs> do <laughs> I would love to have you back to follow up on your the work that you're doing and how you're helping sure. people all around the world and I also can't wait to come back to Edmonton because I would love to meet you in person and yeah, yeah. Um, and catch That's... up with you that way too so we'll definitely stay in touch but thank you Please thank do. you from the bottom of my heart thank you
1: for my making my pleasure the time today. Thank you for showing Such a me beautiful story.
0: story. I mean, it's, beautiful it's soul. inspiring yeah. and to see you just in the strength that you have after all of this is honestly it makes a broken man like myself feel confident that I can get through anything. Like Yeah, you
1: can. And I, yeah, I, I really, I genuinely really mean that. that.
0: And you have reminded me to continue to be grateful for some of the things I take for granted. Yes. I really, really appreciate this conversation. And uh, can you maybe just before you go share your socials with everybody yeah. so we can all follow along and kind of see sure. what's going on in your life?
1: Yeah. Well, I just launched my website yesterday on 420.
0: Congrats. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. Congrats.
1: Um, so my website is, uh, www.callmebean.com. Um, or you can follow me on Instagram at brandzoid B R A N Z O I D. And from there you can find my other socials and stuff as well
0: incredible absolutely amazing yeah really amazing you are an inspiration yeah. and i hope that you know other people draw the same inspiration from us i'm sure you're probably tired of hearing that but <laughs> it it's genuine it's, okay. it's so, like you are yeah. you're a beast and even just you the are. way you come across right now is is um incredible to me and Thanks. i will uh definitely take a lot away from this thank you so much cool.
2: yeah and awesome. i just want to say to you too cuz i know that you're strong and you're doing a lot of great things but as a beast as driki uh said I know you we all have our down days regardless so just keep yes. your head up and stay strong through yes. that and uh yes. we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll pray for you and we'll love to watch your journey so we'll continue Thank watching you. and and being inspired by you
1: thanks
0: being inspired i saw what you did there inspired. <laughs> and cue the outro music that we can't like hear it. right now until next time take care about the BPM. Bye. Yep. <laughs>